Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Jay Singer. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grumler. Wolverine. And Bill, today, November 1st, 2022, 41 minutes late to our original broadcast time. Is because you were doing, because you were doing Kelsey, right? Right, right. <laughs> uh, is the first time in a decade that I have, haven't had to worry about owning and running my own CrossFit gym. I know, dude. R.I.P. to CrossFit Big D. Dang. CrossFit Big D. We had a great run. Yeah, you did. Great run. Yeah, so our, our uh, lease ended yesterday. Today was uh, I put the keys on the counter there and closed up shop. And uh, yeah, that I, I I tell people it's like I'm turning a page in the uh, the long novel that is my life. What's up, everybody? I'm so sorry I'm late. If I could only tell you <laughs> what was going, what has been going on. But uh, yeah, you know it's um, it's real bittersweet. Real yeah, dude, I uh, remember I remember the day you came to me and said, hey, dude, so this is going to be my name for my gym. <laughs> Think about this. Think about this. <sighs> Big D. I'm like, yeah. what? <laughs> like, you can do that. <laughs> it's just like Big D forever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, it's funny when I was picking my name, uh, and now that I'm on the affiliate side for HQ, is that, uh, first of all, thank you guys all for being patient. I am really sorry. It's uh, It's been a day. Um, but don't be sad. Uh, I say bittersweet. The, the bitter part is turning a page in the chapter, closing a page in the book that was being an affiliate owner for near a decade. You know, I've been coaching in this space for coming up on 14 years plus in December. Yeah. Um, and I have loved every second of it. And, you know, so yeah, so we started August, 2013 was our first day. Um, and, and the, the bitter part is just, just closing that page in the book. It, it's not actually anything that's happening right now. And, and a big part of that is life is crazy. It takes us in the, in the, weird places at times that maybe we aren't ready for, but that might be perfect at the time. You know, I think uh, we can all, I, I, I say this a lot, especially with CrossFit is a lot of the good things that have ever happened to me. And, and I, I'm curious about you pill too, is a lot of the great things are just happenstance, mm -hmm. right time, right place, serendipity. And with this was our lease was up at the end of the month. Okay. We couldn't really, we couldn't find anywhere to go. That was good. We could have compromised we could have um, forced it, and it just wouldn't have been as great as it could have been or has been. Yeah. And well, at the same time, no, go ahead. I was just going to say, I think that that's, that's one of the things that makes it so great because there is a, an ease to putting it together. Mm -hmm. And then when it is together, it, I, I mean, there's a lot of things that, you know, when people make companies and stuff like that, or they're like the owner, it's the, I don't think anyone, if you haven't been in that position, you don't understand how much of your DNA, oh, that's yeah. not gross, is smeared all over that place. And I'm not talking just blood and sweat and tears, but like 
your morals, your ideas, your methodologies, your the way you coach, the way you lead the class, the way you start the warm up, the way I mean, I, I know how mine is and I know yeah. how much of me is just splattered all over this place. <laughs> You know, and I again, and I'm not talking yeah, bodily fluid worse. stuff. I'm sure, yeah, I'm sure, yeah, Josh is probably my DNA all, all over this. Place. Duck for sure. You sound like um, Star Lord in I know, so bad. <laughs> but it's true, though. I mean, it's like it is the epitome of you, especially that because mm. it's the core stuff that we like to do. We like to compete, we like to work out, we like to coach, we like to make people better, and that is all of those things. Yeah, rolled up into one deal, and so it is the epitome of you. So yeah, like maybe now it's you know as, as a parent, it's just not supposed to be right now, and that's not a bad thing. Yeah. But it's like, man, how weird is that? You know, and just <laughs> <laughs> if you have gone back a year, you would have never thought that. No, no, not not in a million years. No, I've been I've been trying to figure out something for t since I don't know two two thousand twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But okay, so when I first opened the gym, 2013, that November, I turned 30, and on that day, I asked my girlfriend at the time to be my wife on my 30th birthday. And in the 10 years since then, because I turned 40 next Monday, opened up a gym, Change some lives, save some lives. The marriages that have come through my gym, the people that have you know lost 100 pounds that have come to my gym, made the games, made regionals, did their first pull-up, did their first bodyweight back squat, just started working out for the first time in their life. The, the relationships, the babies, like over a decade. And while my life has been going on at the same time, got engaged, got married, two kids, you know, moved twice soon to be three times yeah and in that 10 years i mean a lot of life has gone down and to be a part of that and share that with other people has been really special so that's that's the bittersweet part is like man we don't have a uh, my, my environment to yeah, create yeah. but the the good things are is i because of this i now have a job with crossfit hq to help support the affiliates mm-hmm and the more that grows and gets better, the better that is for CrossFit. So now I'm in a position to have a direct impact on helping the affiliates or starting them. And then as that gets better, it's even better for CrossFit. So the one thing that changed my life completely, I now get to do more on an affiliate by affiliate level. And the better that is, is better for CrossFit who gave me this opportunity to begin with as a whole. Yeah. And uh, I had a buddy. Um, so, so with the doors closing... It's not over. I'm, uh, we're merging with uh, affiliate here in Dallas. It's CrossFit Katie Trail. So if you guys live in Dallas, <laughs> CrossFit Katie Trail. And my buddy Joe, who, oddly enough, we first met each other before either of us did CrossFit. We were on a triathlon team together. Oh, no way. Yeah. We were on a triathlon team together. And then I started doing CrossFit and then I disappeared from the triathlon team. And then Joe was like, what are you, where have you been? I was like, come try CrossFit. And then he tried to cross it and then he left the triathlon team. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we both ended up leaving and owning affiliates. In fact, Joe has actually owned an affiliate longer than I have. So he just passed his 10 year mark. 
Oh, wow. And we're merging with him. I'm coming in. I get to coach. I get to program. I get to bring, you know, the, the community that to come with us to help join his community. There are people at his gym that I coached when I first started coaching. Oh, that's that right. I haven't seen in 10 years. That's super cool. It's awesome. So yeah, are, is my ownership taking a break? Yes. But my CrossFit journey is just on a trajectory that I could have never imagined 10 years ago, honestly, even when opening up my own affiliate. So bittersweet, all awesome. And uh, so yeah, today was, the, today was the last day. Today was the last day. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Um, everybody, literally, everybody in the chat was getting pissed that I'm we weren't sorry. on time yet. They're like, we're going to call that dude up. We're going to start singing happy birthday. <laughs> you better, you better hurry up because we are all going to oh, gather together and, and beat him down with a happy birthday across the face. That's pretty. Funny. Yeah. Well, thank you guys. Next Monday is my real birthday. But uh, if you guys, if you go to Instagram, so Jules and Mare, who I have known since really starting CrossFit, are now in Scottsdale, where I guess my birthday party week is beginning tomorrow. Yeah. And they made this horrible fat head of my face. And they're taking it all over the place. So if you guys go to my Instagram, I'm reposting this because I feel like I have to. They took this horrible giant fat head as basically like a flat Stanley. And they're just they they put me through the con like the conveyor belt and security of my face just going through. They had me in the upper up like in a seat at the airport, they put me in the cockpit of the plane and they're just taking pictures of this and posting it on social media. So where are they going to, who, who's he going to like, what, where's it being posted? Uh, just it's at, on just, I'm, I'm posting it on my stories. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So if it's like just at chase underscore Ingram, you guys see the repost there. It's a, it's an amazing troll job. That's I'm actually right. very impressed. Very impressed. But yeah, I turned 40. So it's good. A lot of a lot of things are all happening at once, but it's all positive. It's all positive. Um, but that is not why we're here. We are here for much bigger and better things. Uh, before I get started, I want to take a shout out to Jeffrey. He's in the chat a lot. I got to meet this guy in okay. person at the Rogue Invitational, which nice. was really cool. And, and I know you've met. It's really cool meeting everybody that's in the chat here or follow us on Instagram or whatever. Yeah. In like it's re it's so fun and i so i got to meet uh jeffrey when i was hanging out with the affiliates there in uh in round rock but we are here to talk about the programming of the rogue invitational and uh, you know we we you and i were texting all weekend long watching it from afar it blew up okay my mom was freaking so i was at my mom's house doing some work for her dude Every time, every oh, time, bing, like bing. Well, yeah, but if I mute it, then I don't know what's no, happening. I, I I'm mean, doing all this work. Oh, it was so bad. And so she's like, is that your phone? Is that your phone? <laughs> like, yes. She's like, why is it dinging so much? I'm like, because Sevon no. and Chase can't put, like, multiple thoughts on one text. They got to say, like, because I didn't like it. Ding. What did, what did you like? Ding. Because it was this way. Ding. It would have that thing. Ding. Like, ah! It's crazy. <laughs> so fun, though. Oh, yeah. It was good times. It was good times. So it uh, it went Thursday through Sunday. Yeah. Uh, Sean Woodland and Adrian Conway were doing the call. And, it, you know, as we get into the anal analyzing part, 
there'll be some things in there that is like outside of the programming realm and more of just like how it looked or, or unfolded. And some of those long ones, like huge shout out to Sean and Adrian for like, we've tap danced before, but that what they had to do sometimes was on another level. Call that line dancing. <laughs> didn't stretch. Stretch. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't really understand. Uh, I didn't really understand how that went down like that. That was weird. Poor guys, those poor guys. They earned their, they earned that paycheck. Hmm. Uh, but we're gonna go through event by event, and as we do this, I think some of the cool things that happen over the weekend is that, you know, this was programmed with a collaboration between Chris Spieler, Josh Bridges, and Katie and Bill Henniger. Right? They all kind of shared ideas and thoughts together as they did this, and. What they did was they made themselves readily accessible on talking about why they did certain things, which I thought was really cool and will really help analyzing because there are certain events in here, and event one will be one of those, where if you were to just look at it, you're like, this isn't a well-balanced test or whatever, or this is a weird wrinkle in here. Why would you do that? And the way they explain them, you're like, cool. That's all I needed to hear. <laughs> yeah you know, problem solved or mission accomplished. So as we go through that, we do want to interject the why, right? When we, when we analyze programming and um, we always start this off is what's the point? What's the purpose? What's the goal? Why do we want to do this? And a lot of that came out through the weekend. And I think it, uh, it changed it, the way I would say I would judge a certain event if they were like, this is what we want. And I'm like, cool. You got that. What I had done it differently. Maybe. But what was the what was the why of the competition? Because we always we, like, right. we always start off there. What did you see as we go into as the why? Either from yeah. what you heard as you as you were out there talking to them and stuff, doing the affiliate stuff. Yeah. From what you heard or what you would have gathered, what do you think the the general overstating why would have been? The most common theme I heard is, and I, I heard this from Josh a lot was, and, and Katie is the Rogue Invitational is there to showcase the athletes and make it fun for the fans. Okay. Right, to see the athletes in action, cool tests, unique elements. I mean, the things you can do with Rogue exclusively is different than any competition, including the CrossFit Games. Right. And at the same time, still have it as a decent, appropriate test of fitness so that by the end of the weekend, you can be like, okay, this person is the fittest person here. But that isn't, I don't think, the number one, but maybe like the 1B. The right, 1A right. is just put on a show, well, I feel and like. And that's important, and I, I I agree with that. And I heard that also, that the showcasing the athletes was a big deal, and that they want to make a spectacular uh, a, a spectacle for the 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 spectators. They want to make it something big for them as well. So, and the reason I say that that's important is because when we come back to the end, because there mm. are going to be events that I think are awesome, and we're going to yeah. come back at the end and try to figure out, okay, how do we grade this? How do we grade for what it did? Oh, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, and I think, and again, being that the one B is okay. Well, how do you, you know, the fitness part is like, yeah, okay. You want to, you want to, who's the fittest here, but we're not looking for the fittest. So we can't gauge it on that. That's not going to right. make or break the overall thing, but we have to think about that as we're going through the events. We're always going to have that element. We're always going to have that, 
you know, leaning towards the, 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 where does the fitness part lay as far as a, a well-rounded test. But, um, I think it's always going to be important to be like, okay, were they showcased? Mm-hmm. Um, was it fun to watch for the, for the crowd? You know, right. was it a, a good time for them? So, uh, I think that's important to set up before we head into each of the events. Totally agree. All right. So let's get into the events. It started on Thursday with event number one. And we, you know, the one thing they did was just keep it really tight lipped about what was going on, but it ended up being a trail run on the ranch, 1.2 mile ruck run, 30 and 20 pounds, drop the ruck, run a mile into three sandbags over some hay bales at 170 pounds, and then a two mile run to finish. Now, before Katie explained the sandbag thing, what was your first reaction to seeing this just on paper? Um, I like the fact that it's like, okay, we have a, a nice long event. I mm-hmm. like trail runs. I think that that's cool. Um, I, I think that, you know, running with rucks now is very common. So I, I don't think that that's an, uh, an uncommon place. But when I saw it on paper with the three sandbags up and over, like I didn't get that. Right. That, that to me made zero point as a break between you go when you go from one mile to that to two mile. Mm-hmm. It didn't make any sense to me at all. Now, when they first posted it, there was no weights. Right. It started to get like out there, kind of leaked a little bit. And all I saw was three up and over. And I remember looking at that. I was like, OK, three. My first reaction was those things better be like. 900 pounds <laughs> or 300 pounds for the men and like what 185 yeah to 200 for the women like if it's only three it has to be because i i immediately go to how do we make this a balanced test right that being said if it's just a 5k 5k run trail run i don't say anything because like hey it's just supposed to be a long aerobic yeah. structural test great now, when the weights came out, that's when like you had the like puppy dog head tilt. Right? Yeah. You hear that little whistle? Yeah. And it didn't make any sense. So my first reaction was seeing this was like, what a like why? Like and then yeah. later, Katie Henniger literally just goes, We just threw it in there to be annoying. And when she said, it, I go, I have nothing left to say. See, I do. <laughs> right. <laughs> because if if really your whole goal, as you said, was we just threw it in there to be annoying, to disrupt the rhythm on the run and then keep going. I was like, okay, if that's what you wanted to do and that was your goal, you accomplished all that. What am I to that, say else beyond that? Do you think that that, that uh, three sandbags for those, for these people that were running a sprint with a, a 200 and 150 pound mm-hmm. bag, this hundred pounds is, is nothing. It, it's, no, it it's, it's it's pick it's tying your shoe in the middle of the run that like I, I like the idea of it but i would have been like okay what would have made it annoying mm-hmm. is having that like every 800 meters oh like that would like be having cool. like having i mean it, then it, it doesn't do anything but like having just, just this one yeah. you might as well have said like th- this is very it reminds me so i people always say like, have you ever done Spartan races or any of those, like those things? Well, way back in the day when they first started doing them, this was the way they had the, the uh, obstacles. It -hmm. was, you have a 10 K run that you're doing and you have to go run through a fire hose. 
All right, well, that did nothing. Or you have to step through some uh, some tires. You know, there's like six tires you got to step through. And it's like, that was nothing. It didn't slow me down. I don't even mm -hmm. consider it an obstacle, especially at this point. You've already, you've already gone out, you know, two and two and a half miles. Right. So, like, I, I wish, I wish they would have made it. If you're going to make something to just throw you off, fine. Mm -hmm. But, like, this did, it did nothing. It, right. it, it, it wasn't. You're right. It didn't do anything. It didn't do anything. Other than, be, <laughs> other than be an annoyance, which apparently that was the only goal, which. I would have loved to ask the athletes. Okay, so how annoying was three sandbags? I would have yeah. said like 18 would have been annoying. 18 100-pound sandbags. You're like, all right, this is just stupid. These are so light. But mm -hmm. three? Well, so, I, yeah. I'm just saying. I, I like I, the event. I like the trail run. Like, cool. And I get the idea. Yeah. That's cool. All right. This is all, you know, armchair quarterbacking too, so. And that's the other thing is like we always got to give credit. The programming is like it's really easy to sit back here and just like you should have done this or I would have liked to see. I would have done this. Right? <laughs> yeah. Or I would have done this. Like that's really easy to do and sometimes unfair. But yeah, okay, it's only in there to be annoying. Okay, mission accomplished. Yeah. Annoyed everybody. But uh, I would have loved if these were heavy or 30 of them. I would say, I was like, okay, don't change a thing, right? It's like, okay, what's the simplest way to not change a thing? Then make it 30 of them. Now it yeah, matters. Sure. Now it has a, a factor in there and will affect the outcome. But if you like, really, as Katie said, is like, we just wanted to be in there to be annoying, like a fly swatted. And then we go back to run. I was like, okay, if that's what you wanted to do, you did that. Like, but, but annoying is a fly comes at your face multiple times. Not I one. get it. I get it. <laughs> Not once. She did exactly what she wanted it to be. And then, I mean, I can say what I would have liked to seen or done. Okay. Here's, here's what I see as annoying uh, as a spectator. And, and this, and again, this is not taking a shot at, at the event. I love the event. I wish we could have seen it. Yeah. I wish we could have seen. And I know there was some chatter about, you know, if you're well, trying to showcase thing. Yeah. Yeah. You right. know, that, that you should be able to, you should be able to sh showcase the ads. Don't just hide it and not let people see it. I get it. I, I totally get that. I would have liked as an, as a spectator, I would have liked to have watched it. I would have liked to have seen it um, that way that, you know, if we're talking, not annoying for the athletes, it's annoying for me because I didn't get a chance to see it until they did the after the, the rebroadcast. Yeah, yeah. You know, and and I've we've called long events. We know what that's what that's like to be able to have to come back and rewatch it, re put it together so that you have a you know thirty minute event you can shorten down into three minutes so they can do that. Mm -hmm. I agree, but yeah, but I like yeah. it. But as far as like, uh, especially with all the other things that they had, right on for having a long run. Cool. Yeah, on the trail with a rock. And of course, Josh awesome. Bridges and and Chris would want that in there. Those guys are both right. created that. So that's Trail awesome. run with the rock. I see. Yeah. I see you in there. Right. <laughs> I, see you, Josh. I see. I see you, Chris. And the fact that I think it was at Katie's ranch was really cool too. That was actually my guess. Like, oh, there's a hidden workout on some type of bus ride. I'm like, they're going to her ranch. Yeah. There, yeah. There's no other place to go. Yeah. yeah. So, all right. So that was event number one. So we got our long endurance one out of there and then we go to friday and it started with ski bar now when this was first written 20 bar muscle ups 40 cal ski 80 ghd 40 20 i was like 
Hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> it's awesome. Yeah. Like the uh, just the interference, the bar muscle ups into the ski rig, into the GHD, back to the ski. Like I was just like, oh, what a great like JT like redundant triplet. This is really just this is really a pyramid chipper if we want to get right. technical here, which I have we'll we'll bring that up later. Someone is complaining about a chipper later. Um, and then they brought out those bars. And I was like, fuck yeah. Yeah. Like, that was so cool. What a cool wrinkle. And what a thing you would want to throw out at athletes not knowing or being able to prepare for it, right? And just let them go. And all I could think about, I don't have you ever done this? Maybe. What? If I'm walking, uh, I did this in New York. I was visiting New York. I was a few beers in, several beers, a lot of beers. I was a lot of beers in. And we're walking under scaffolding. And then you just see that perfectly horizontal bar a foot out of your reach. And I was like, I can do that. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I like you just do a bar muscle up on a piece of scaffolding or like a telephone pole thing. Yeah. And all I could see was that. <laughs> Drunk, dumbass chase walking out there and be like, I can get on top of that. Check this shit out. <laughs> and it, <laughs> it's, it, you know, the diameter is maybe like two or three inches, not four. And it is so much harder. Oh, it's a complete, it's thing. a completely different deal. I, I thought it was great. I, I was excited that they brought something out like that because, again, for the level of athletes that you had out there, Mm-hmm. Like having them do bar muscle ups, that's one set. Oh yeah. You know what I mean? So it, it really made, it really did test something new and it, it, in the, in the vein of what rogue does, that's exactly what you want rogue to do. Why mm-hmm. have regular bar muscle ups, have something different. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. I, I was shocked how many people got capped by it. I mean, I really, I honestly was shocked. I, I'm not shocked about the women. I am. I, I, I really thought that there would have been more of a a it's better ad, a better adaptation to that to that yeah. movement. Not to say that not to say it, it wasn't difficult. I, I was not expecting people to go and get multiples or anything like mm-hmm. that. No, no way. But yeah. I would have thought that they would have almost pulled in more of a a much more uh closer version of a glide kip rather than oh yeah you know I something like that think they could hold on to the bar they're, they're like if you have small hands you are going to do terrible at this event period oh yeah totally right. I agree. now in that vein right i love this test do you feel like since every female got capped right they changed the skier cows do you feel like that it would have been better if they did like say 20 and 15 bar muscle up so that we could have a race towards the finish line for the women? Uh, I got a lot of this, uh, by the way, of, you know, our, our fat Fran idea. Yeah. We got, a, I got a lot of DMs like, dude, they're listening. I was like, they're not. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, they are. Um, I, I can, I could see doing something like that because of the, because of the, the complete difference. What well, I mean, kind of what it shows honestly is that Chris and Josh went out and did this, mm. were able to do it, but they didn't necessarily have a female athlete that would test this to be like, all right, 
maybe we do need to change that. I think the, the, the skier, like that's a classic reduction of because of the power output between the men and the women that you yeah. would go automatically go and do something like that. The women, generally speaking, I mean, it used to be that it was like, you know, 15 and 12 on the on the ring muscle ups. And then they pulled all the muscle ups together because the girls are so good at ring and bar mm -hmm. muscle ups now that I don't I just think that they just didn't even think about it. I didn't I don't even think they would have even thought about it. But I now looking at it and thinking about how far everybody was off. Yeah, that would have been great. I mean, after looking at it, it is clear that they should have done less, period. Yeah, 100 percent. Period. 100 percent. Easy to say after the fact during the whole field of testing. And I would have enjoyed it would have been great because then you would have seen people racing to the finish, not just like surviving one bar muscle up at a time. That being said, I loved this event. Yeah, totally. It's such so, a cool so program. Cool. Event. So cool. Yeah. All right. So we go from that into so basically we had the long run, right? For however many minutes plus, right? Plus 30 minute endeavor into a lot of, you know, two body weight movements into the skier, right? Like awesome. And then after midline got a little spanking, you come to this freaking event, five, four, three, two, one back squats at four Oh five and two seventy five into 25 down to five of box jump overs at 24 and 20. So awesome. So awesome. Man. So the weight good. was, the weight was right. For the, for the athletes that we have now, we went from huge, long aerobic test into a very gymnastics-heavy test, right? The skier was just meh, but the 80 GC sit-ups and 40 yeah. fat bar muscle-ups, and then you come to this strength test, bam, 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 freaking awesome. Gym, like monostructural dominant, gymnastics dominant, weightlifting dominant. These three events in a row were fantastic. And to watch what some of these athletes did with this weight. Like yeah. Nick Matthew. If you didn't pick Nick Matthew to win, then you clearly don't know how strong Nick Matthew is at back squatting. <laughs> he did a double at like 505 the other day. <laughs> like when you, when you, <laughs> anyway. And then like what Horvath and all of them did was yeah. just awesome. It was, it was really good. And it was wild to think, and I know they mentioned this on the broadcast, but 10 years ago, we were doing this for deadlifts at the CrossFit Games, thinking this was too heavy. In fact, the women's weight was 10 pounds less. So nutty. Just how so far nutty. I loved it, though. What about yeah, you? Yeah, I think it's great. I 100% dig it. I love the number. I love the, I love the weight that they picked for this mm -hmm. level of athlete. God, um, I love the numbers and the rep scheme that they picked on each of them. Because everyone's, I mean, and you think like box jump over, like, give me a break. Like, who cares? It's mm -hmm. a box jump over. But when you have to blast and you need that much strength and power for the 405, which is going to get worse, you've by the time like the back squats get bad, the you've already done you've already done 60 box jump overs, right? Right. You know, so it's like it, it's it. I I think it's awesome. They love it. They killed it. I mean, the weights were perfect. The the box jump overs as an interference to this was great. The numbers were awesome, and as you said, it's like. That four and three were everything. Yeah. And then the box jump over is just blowing up your legs and taking away that like elasticity, right? That basically taking away your bounce at the bottom. Your bounce at the bottom. <laughs> totally. So sick. And then we close things out. Now, before, once I, when I was reading these on paper, 
this was actually one of my favorite events that they programmed. It's so simple. I love DT. I love the DT complex. Deadlift, hang power, clean shoulder overhead. I love that complex. I use it a lot in different weights, different formats, different rep schemes. But I always wanted to add a squat thing in there somehow, right? Or something with the legs more. And it was so simple, right? This is a classic CrossFit benchmark test with a little extra flavor into it. And the 15 cows not only hits the leg stimulus that we want that we don't get from DT, but it threw in something that was the perfect rep scheme in the perfect spot. So not only is my OT OCD getting a nice like stroke on its back, totally. but it fit this, the leg hole that we couldn't have. Cause you can't put anything in here for the legs and not change the rep scheme. You just can't. Yeah. Except for this. I wouldn't do it with rowing. We're already deadlifting. We're already hang power cleaning. A row is, you can row, right? But it just, it brings a little interference in here and it still doesn't solve the leg pump thing. This was so simple, but it was perfect. Yeah, I I like how that setup is. And, and, and again, when you're looking at the level of athletes that's out there, 15 cows is not a big deal. These guys can blast through that so quickly in round one. But that's mm -hmm. what's so cool is you watch them it like, okay, well, where are you? Because where it comes down to is like, all right, where are you at round three? How yeah. fast now are you doing your 15 cows right. so that you can hold on to that bar and move it the way? I mean, every everyone has the frame of reference of what DT is supposed to feel like and how fast it's supposed to be. Mm -hmm. That do you throw that the bike in there, and now that time frame is completely jacked up, and not everybody knows that, but now they don't know by how much. It isn't just to say, oh, well, it's 15 calories, so it'll take, oh, this amount of time. It's like, ah, uh, there's some extra work that goes into there, and you're going to really start to, especially depending how much you're pushing on the bike, you start to really pull all that oxygen out of your body that mm. you needed for your 1296. So, yeah, I, I love the, I, it's super fun. This was a really good, and you're right, the fifth, having the 1296, which we're so used to. Mm the only other number you could have is 15. Right. Like what are you going to put for three? Right. <laughs> Rusters, awesome. Because mm, you yeah. just a shoulder overhead. That doesn't work. Right. It was perfect. Yeah. And the weight was at a weight, uh, like all the athletes just had to go. And I liken it to like, you would never program Helen for elite games athletes. Mm -mm. But if you wanted to win that, you had to run your ass off and still do everything unbroken. Right. You, and that's what this was. You had to push the bike. You had to. And then you had to hang on the bar. And athletes were so close in this, the, like there was so little room for air and it forced them all into a position of, you okay, how, how bad? How, yeah. Right? That, you know, we say that all the time. It's like, how bad do you really want this? Yeah. And then unless you're Roman and someone, Gabe, I think, just uh, put this out there. Did you see Roman's comment afterwards? He's <laughs> yeah. like, it was my rest time, but my rest pace is faster than most of these guys' max pace. And I was like, you are the man. I just basically, wish you could just say that in English. I know, totally. Because you basically <laughs> but, uh, just said, yeah. you're all a bunch of pussies. All, also, <laughs> she's so cool. I love it. She's so awesome. They do such a good job there. Roman is so much fun to watch. Yeah. I'm so happy that guy is here and competing. I just like, I'm only sad that we only got, we've, we didn't get it for like three other years, but I maybe some of that, like not being able to has made it more kind of fun for us to, to enjoy. But when you look at, okay, four events, two days, 
long run structural, gymnastics heavy, heavy weightlifting, and then you have classic CrossFit, barbell yeah. cycle, and monostructural. Yeah. Like these first four events, awesome, 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 awesome. You know what I'd be curious is what the leaderboard. I can't remember what the leaderboard looked like after this day. Uh, ooh, that's a good question. I don't remember either. I love that it was changing around so much. That was awesome, dude. Yes, and that was some so of the great good. part about all of this, right? Is yeah. like we can, we're gonna tinker, nitpick, and play around. But at the end of the day, the leaderboard in the weekend was one of the most exciting weekends I have watched in a long time. Yeah, long For sure. Time. All right, so we finish with day number two, and we move into day number three, and we start with event number five, the turtle. Now, what this was is an axle bar front rack lunge at 155 and 105, monkey bar traverse, which was maybe 15 feet, hill bag. So you run up the hill, pull a bag up the hill, monkey bar lunge. Now, this is a pyramid chipper, and I was – I didn't get into the comments. I try to stay out of the comments on the rogue thing because it was just a horrific cesspool of negativity as most live broadcast comment sections are. <laughs> but it's like one person is saying this isn't a chipper because it's only three minutes long. And I was like, that doesn't qualify a chipper. This is a pyramid chipper by definition and format. Time has nothing to do whether it qualifies as a chipper or not. Right. For everyone, education programming purposes. A chipper is just a laundry list of activities. Now, it can either be never repeating, like, say, fight gone bad. And, yeah, that one's 15 to 20 minutes long. It can be a pyramid format like this. It can also be three minutes long. There's no time destination format for chippers. It's no, just chip, chipping away at one piece at a time. Exactly. So I just had to get that out there in case anybody else doesn't know and they want to throw a stupid comment in on YouTube again. <laughs> but... <laughs> On paper, because I had no idea the distances and what things were, I was like, cool, monkey bars. I'm thinking killer cage. Right. Right. Killer cage was what? Almost 50 feet? Yeah. Uh, maybe 30. Nah, I think it was 30 because it was a, it was a stretch of the tennis 30 court. Feet. Yeah. So say 30 feet, killer cage. And killer cage was down and back in between rounds. Was it five rounds? Yeah. And so in my head... I'm thinking this. Now, this is one of those is on paper, you're like, cool, this is going to be neat. The bag pull up the thing. But this was one of those like when it went down, I, I have things that I wish were in there. Right? Like the monkey bar traverse was nothing. Like nothing. And, I, and maybe it's more of like expectations ruining the way I look at it. Because in my head, I was thinking killer cage. I'm like, oh, they're going to finish this. They're going to have to go 30 feet down, pull up the bag and 30 feet back. And it's going to be this crazy, like that's going to matter. Like the killer cage had a massive implication on how people finished that event in 2011. This had nothing. Did Which Katie, say, did Katie say that it was just supposed to be an annoyance? Uh, I didn't hear. I don't think she was able to come <laughs> on on this one. And so for me, it's like, okay, this is a sprint chipper. Um, if you had one of the fastest lunges to begin with, you never relinquish. Like there was nothing else in here to throw you off. Like your fitness wasn't a, a factor in the, the traverse. Your fitness wasn't a factor in the bag pull. And if you had like strong, fast steps, like you finished three to three minutes, 
and for me, it's just like, I wish there was just more monkey bars. My, if I was to change this event, cause I, I, when I, when I saw it on paper, I'm like, Oh, that's kind of cool. And, and when I saw it actually go down, uh, honestly, I, I, I really honestly think it was a waste of an event. And the reason I say that is because we already did a shit ton of squatting stuff. So now here we are lunging again. I don't think we needed that. The monkey bar, you're right, was so short, it didn't do anything. I liked the hill run with the bag pull. I thought that that was kind of cool and interesting. So, like, I would have done something like this. And, again, this would have been me, is you make it a a sprint. You can still keep it as a sprint, but you have the distance of the killer cage. You start on the inside. You go all the way to one end, and you have the hill to your back. Right. You go all the way to one end, have to turn around, come back, then sprint up the hill, pull the bag up, run down, do the hill, do the, the cage twice, and then you finish. Okay. Take the take the lunge out of it. I don't I don't think the need the lunge is even needed in this. Yeah. But you make it more about like the grip and the pulling with the the monkey bar attack. Mm-hmm. And then pulling up, you know, pulling the uh, the. I mean, I thought that pulling up the bag up the hill was when I when I first saw that, I'm like, that's gonna be dumb. And when I saw it, I'm like, that's actually kind of cool. I like yeah, that. It was. Yeah, me like too. it's better than a sled pull or a, trying to do a. I, I just it was cool. I liked the way it was set up. It was it, yeah. that piece was cool. So for me, this is uh, my wishful thinking. In the in the with the the simplicity of not having to add anything to the floor. If they went to the monkey bars, went forward and backwards and forward again, and it had to be unbroken. So now we turn 15 feet of monkey bars into 45, where one section of that is a reverse monkey bar. Which isn't out of the realm because they had to do that when they did the the uh, parallel bars right. to the game. So, I mean, like there's an element of that. I like that. That's yeah, cool. And so a section had to be unbroken 15 feet. But if you wanted to win this event and have the monkey bars actually matter and have an impact on things, maybe you do go unbroken, but think about how many athletes have gone. You could tell some haven't been on monkey bar. Well, I haven't been on monkey bars in a while too, but I can pick that up pretty easy. Yeah. You can tell who the athletes were. I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> Forward 15 feet backwards 15 feet and forward again so you go four back forward and you're right running forward like you did and on the sandbag when i was watching it i really like that too in my in my deviousness is like i wish there was something on it that if they stop pulling it would, it slide would fall off yeah. <laughs> oh it would slide down yeah so like but you the problem is is that you can't create a surface that doesn't make the pull easier right right but that was just like wishful I wish you could create something like shark skin, right? <laughs> actually, you know what? That's actually not a bad idea. Now that I think about it. So if you pull it up, like the, say, like AstroTurf, right? AstroTurf faces one direction. It's just layered on top of each other like that. If it was facing underneath towards you, it would drag up the hill. But if you let go, it's smooth on the back end. And it would slide back down. But other than just making some shit up right there, change nothing but the monkey bar forward, back forward. I like that. I, I, do, I totally really like that. changed everything. I and like more from like, I just wish they did more monkey bars because I wanted to see that actually be a factor in the, the event. And it wasn't. 
it would have it would have made the event a better event. Like I, I don't, I'm when I'm, when I look at the way it's written right now, the monkey bars and even the bag have nothing to, it's, it's all about the lunge. Yeah. No, the, they, I mean, they said on the broadcast, if you won the first lunge, you won the event. You won. And with now, that, how with, affect other people <laughs> with, with that weight, with that weight, especially, and you know, this got into a lot of, a lot of the things that we saw, a lot of judging calls and stuff like that was depending how you lunge. Mm. I mean, it's not heavy enough to make everyone have to stand up at the top. Everyone's going to come up and kind of coast through, Yeah, you know, or, you know, as the issue that happened um, with Justin, when he didn't stand up at the end, mm -hmm. Uh, with both feet together, elbows in front of the wet. I mean, all of that stuff. You make the weight a little bit heavier, it automatically puts everyone into those right positions because they have you. You have to be in the right position to to hold the weight. Mm -hmm. You can't just race through it. So, I I, I uh, with That'll all of the no, I know, I know. With all of the things that we have seen up to this point. It was like so good. Okay, that's cool. All right, that's awesome. That's super cool. And then you're like, uh, yeah. And I think this is one of those things where maybe you tested this, maybe not tested enough on paper. You're like, cool. Yeah. And then when these athletes get a hold of it, you're like, shit. Yeah. That the, the that monkey bar was that, that just that was a to bring the monkey bars back because we haven't seen them to build that whole structure for that. I was like, yes. That's what I mean. Man. Like it. The last time we saw actually in the games, it was at the um, on the obstacle course. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's the same structure, actually. The and same yeah. And that was one of like at least like, they had a way had, on for that. And they had like 12 other 12 other pieces that they had to do. Yeah. yeah. You know, there are ropes that they had to like, uh, you know, go across like all of those the things. All the cargo net. Like, yeah. There was some interference in there. All these little stations in. So this became yeah, nothing. There wasn't yeah. interference. No. So it could have been a grip intensive event mm -hmm. and it turned into a leg event because it was the lunge uh, yeah. running up the hill and then the lunge at the end. Yeah. And I like what you said earlier is like the weight. Right. And and when we say is like we're and we're not going like, oh, heavier, heavier, heavier. Absolutely. There was a lot of heavy stuff this weekend. That's not what we're saying. Is that if you pick a certain weight it forces the athletes to play the game that is being dictated to them by the judging. Yeah. That weight isn't heavy enough to separate the field. The only way to separate the field is to go faster. And the only way to go faster is to blur the line. And they can blur the line because the weight is so light. And the problem is you're at the mercy of the judges making sure there's a, a uniform standard of what they're calling across the board. Because if they're letting this person short step their way through and no one's calling it, then I'm going to be forced to do the same thing because my fitness isn't the thing that's keeping me back. Right. It's the speed at which we can all go at this lightweight. And so that that's one of those things that is hard to predict going into it. But then once you kind of see it unfold, you're like, okay, I, I can see where the problem is. And it's not because of the programming per se, but it's what a little weight is with the athletes taking the test, if that makes sense. No, totally. And, you know, in, in the fact that people, if they are missing reps, you know, it, it's not it's not a level of because I'm trying to cheat. It's mm -hmm. because I'm just trying to race. I'm racing right now. And yeah. you you will every every athlete 
will get as close to the line as they possibly can and do what is allowed. If they're being allowed to not do that, or they see others that are being allowed not to do that mm-hmm. to absolute standard, then they will do the same yeah. because you're right. I mean, it's, it, it's a, it's not about who's, who's cheating the, the most that's allowable. It's about <laughs> who's got the fitness. Well, you have to have everyone playing on the same playing field to do yeah. that. So you know what this lunch really should have been? And this would have solved any of those problems is an overhead walking lunch. Cause you can't would have go been way better. Yeah. That would have been way better. Fast. You have to be in control. Cause if you try to go fast, like you're going to drop that bar, you cannot stabilize out of control, but you can in a front rack. It's just like snatches and cleans. You can just grip and rip a clean and just try to hold on with your hook grip for dear life in the front rack position. I mean, we've seen Josh Bridges do that. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. But you can't fake a snatch. You cannot fake an overhead lunge. You can't. Not at this speed, not at this weight, not with a fat bar. And I think that would have fixed everything. Still, it's still well, I don't think it would have fixed it. It would have it would have fixed the judging. It would have fixed the, the fact of mm-hmm. like people being like where they're getting called on the judging of the lunge. I still think yeah. even even with that, even with it being an overhead lunge, it's still we still have an event that like we already have done a ton of squatting. We've already done a, a ton well, of. No. We've only done fifteen squats up at this point. We've we've run up and down hills. We've already done the the heavy duty back squats. We right. had. You're, well, I just you said squatting. Well, yeah. I, you know that 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 movement. I I, 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 don't, I don't think it, we don't, I don't think we need that one. I I I like what you're doing as far as like that would have definitely made the judging a lot easier, and that would have made. Yeah. Um, you know, better. But then I still look at the event. And I'm like, okay, well, even with that overhead, I still, I, you might as well be, make it overhead lunges with the bag pulling overhead lunge. Because then, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, I, yeah, I yeah. still, I can't, I can't not look at the monkey bar and want there okay. to be more of that and less of the lunging. Yeah. I'm, I'm just trying to do small tweaks that required nothing different than any, any of the programming. Totally. Put the bar over your head, traverse up, down, up on the monkey bars. That's it. Or go back and forth three times on the. After watching this, I like and, at least, and then thank you. And at least it said this, like Josh saying the athletes have surprised them, which surprised me that he said that. Yeah, totally. The, after this unfolded, you could really you could take this event out and then it have like a zero sum effect on the on the weekend. Yeah, except for Justin, because because <laughs> he got a twelfth in that one. <laughs> because he got a no rep, right? Right. That's at it. the finish line. Like that no rep is the equivalent of Matt's sandbag falling out of his backpack with 20 meters left to go on a 4K ruck race, right? Yeah. It had nothing to do with Justin's fitness. He was at the mercy of everyone going full send because the weight wasn't heavy enough. And that was the only way he could keep pace. And he, like, we had to slow mo the video just to prove that he dropped it early. But like, when you have to do that, you're like, okay, that was a judgment call. Yeah. Anyway, all right. Oh, let's see. The duel. Oh, the duel was right after this. So the duel was the round robin thing. One like the rope climb. It was to 20 feet. I don't think anybody mentioned that. I didn't hear that either. Wow. Like nobody. No, I never heard it once in the broadcast. They just kept saying legless. It's like it was to 20 feet. Like, yeah, yeah. This was a good one rep. That's and a one and a half. That's a one and a half every single time. 
right? Sure. It took some more effort than like the three pulls you can get. And they had to be on, on basically dead stop pads so they didn't get to jump. 10 over at squats at 135.95 and a sandbag carry to the finish uh, with a cyclone bag at 200 and 150, what, 20 meters? Uh, yeah, something like that. It wasn't very far. Yeah, like 20 yeah. meters. Round robin knockout. Yada, yada. First five got a buy. All 15 went. Then they took the next 15 plus or next 10 plus the five and then dropped the 10, dropped the five, and went to two, right? This is the same issue we saw with the lunge thing is that this weight is way too light for these athletes at this volume. It, like you, you just put everyone in a bad situation because it all came down to what the judge was calling. Fitness had nothing to do with your success in this. It was execution-based, which we saw Boz do, but he did it with things like 12-foot wall ball shots. You missed the target. You didn't get like a weird no rep, right? right. <laughs> you either swap a little parallel and you hit the target. That's really easy to judge with 12 feet. With a heavy dumbbell snatch, you either missed it or you made it. That was really easy to judge because it was a full squat and stand up all the way. That was execution error things that are very easy to see and clear as day, you either make it or you miss it. However, with these weights at this rep scheme, it just made it very messy. Is that a good way to describe it? A hundred percent. You could have made the weights 95 and 65 and had the exact same setup or have i mean almost have them do air squats and have the exact same race because it's this weight for those athletes is so light mm -hmm. like i was watching it was it was crazy i was watching danielle and uh laura go at it on their final and then also the final right before that um that were the semi but right before that they were going against each other mm -hmm. and i'm watching Laura drive her hips forward on the top of the, of each of the squats, but I'm watching Danielle and, and I was, I'm looking at it and I'm like, I can totally see what she is doing. Like, mm -hmm. and I'm not saying that her reps are bad, but it's so fast and so close that I can very obviously see like Hiller or someone like that coming in and just being like, Nope, 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 yeah, Nope. Motion, yeah. Because it's, it's so, you have no, I mean, you have no option and that like, and I, I'm not faulting her for what she did. I would oh. do the exact same thing. But if you, in that race, if you miss one rep, you're out. That's it. Like that, that is it. Roman Krennikov got three, no reps and he was out. Yeah. First round. Well, second round, technically. I mean, bring the weight up. You can even bring the reps down if you want, make it heavy. Well, so here's was my thing. And I'm going to throw Timo's up here. Yeah, the legless really, even though it was to 20 feet, didn't it didn't, wasn't separating and it wasn't making people tired. Like nobody screwed up except Yonikoski that I think like got his leg trapped and then he fell. Right. <laughs> like if you got stuck on the rope, right? We're, we're, we're testing execution and, and we want a little bit of fitness in there because we didn't really test it in the event prior to is that they started from a seated position. Game changer. Not an L sit, just from a seated position. Right? Feet can't come down and touch the pad at all. And then the one suggestion I had was make the overhead squats five at 205 and 145, which was the exact same weights they used last year at the duel. So now it's the duel too. Why not take an element from there and expand on it? Because totally. there's three snatches that everyone was touch and going at 205 and 145. 
add two more, make it only overhead squats, and then you limit the need for people to bend or blur the lines to do 10 overhead squats at nothing and have the judges make the judgment call. You better hit that first snatch if you want to get some time on someone. Not easy to do after a legless seated rope climb that Timo put up there. And then the back carry was the back carry. Great, fine. Good little race. Yeah. We saw some great finishes. Yeah, I, I think that I think the 205 would have been I, I would have picked that also. For for these athletes, that weight nothing. It, that's it's like that, that's a that's a perfect weight. That it's 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 just for the normal class goer. Yeah, that's that's heavy. So you're like, oh, here we are. We're just heavy again. For mm -hmm. this level of athletes, that weight is just enough to slow them down. Right, but just it's enough just enough to slow they them down. Race it, but they could race it absolutely, absolutely. And it's that it's that overhead weight too that we said before is that if you get out of position or lose focus execution, yep, that bar is coming down. Yeah. Or you're doing that little wobble step back and forth, and then you're out. Yeah. I hate seeing people get knocked out only because of judging. And it was never because people are trying to like purposely cheat reps. It says that they are forced to go so fast. For example, like six, two guy will never beat five, six guy ever. Not at 135 for 10 reps. It's just not going to happen. So what does six, two guy got to do? He's got to manipulate his foot position. He has to try to hope that his judge is going to like just call the best that he can. Like there is people that were jumping, extending their hips, but not extending their knees and getting no reps, but they were, yeah. they were off the ground. Yeah. Like people were doing everything they could to try to go as fast as they can because the weight was too light at too many reps. Yeah. It just, it puts the athlete and I mean, and honestly it puts the judge in a bad position too. It puts everybody in a bad position. You know, yeah. it's just like everyone, it's a no win and, yeah. and yes, it's fast, you know, and it, it okay. At least, <laughs> Everyone likes the knockout rounds like that. And at least yeah. like it was exciting. You know, we saw some, the, some of the finishes were crazy and, and the speed at which everyone was going was great. There was a lot of time in between when they were trying to either deal with, right. Cause there's another, there's another issue. If you're going to make it so fast mm -hmm. that you make opportunities for a judgment call that needs to be appealed. Now you have the appeal that happens yeah. right in the middle. It's like, Oh, right. if you would have made it heavier, then you wouldn't even have you you wouldn't ha you wouldn't not that it wouldn't happen but the right. chance of that appeal would go less would go down 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 because you aren't putting everyone in such a i need to blur the line and i'm trying to read what you're trying to do here as much as i can but i can't so i have to say no rep i i, mm -hmm. I don't know they had you like you're, you're forcing these judges to make judgment calls but that was because of the way this workout was programmed yeah which sucked because i love knockout rounds like this yeah right this format is awesome i'm glad they put it on a saturday as, instead of a final event because thank god because if this was the final and, and that time went in between oh, that, so that, would have just been rough. that would have been rough for the spectators and the athletes right you just, just yeah, start to lose yeah. interest but simple quick easy fix and a call back to last year if you're calling it the dual two legless rope climb from a seated position timo good call five over at squats at 205 and 145 in the same sandbag carry and then now let's see who has the skills the strength and the speed and execution to beat everybody yeah love the format just 
it, it just the the way it was put together like i said it, it was just no win for everybody and that was unfortunate because i really did like the way this was set up yeah <sighs> yeah uh event seven texas oak basically a clean and jerk with a log cool little test little strength element they had the uh the tiebreaker buy-in with the sandbag sprints which was hilarious to watch <laughs> <laughs> I like that they had a tiebreaker in there because, you know, this is so unique. People are going to get stuck at blocks there. So I'm glad they had a little separator there. So that was a really smart move by, by Rogue. Got to see some pretty cool lifts. Got to see some people like really fight their butt off. I know Danny Spiegel crushed it. And obviously what Chandler Smith was basically just born to do this event. Like I'm sure that guy could probably clean and jerk a log better than he can clean and jerk a log better than the barbell. <laughs> But who impressed me the most was probably, I would have to say, Emma Lawson. Emma Lawson, dude. Emma Lawson. That, that whether, whether she is able to win the games ever, she will be the biggest, uh, on the female side of, uh, at least, the biggest commodity CrossFit, is, the CrossFit sport has ever had. Mm -hmm. Ever. Like, she just is such a... I mean, she and this is and this well. is going to sound. I mean, here we are. We're going to be talking about. You should never talk about people's bodies and whatever. If she, I mean, if you want to put a, if you want to make a CrossFit superhero, yes, she. That's is what she looks like. like that a comic book superhero. Like she looks, she looks feminine. She looks strong. She looks capable. I love the fact that she's so young. Meaning she's going to have a lot of years in this game. She presents herself well. She. I mean, with, without sounding bad, she sounds up. like a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is just such a badass. It, it is. She is. She is very. I, like, I'm so glad she has come into the sport for the sport. Mm -hmm. I mean, for all of for all. Of, get out of the sports side. For all of the women that are like, you know, I can't lift weights because if I get strong, I'm gonna look masculine. Boom. Mm -hmm. Does she look like a guy? No, she looks like a very athletic, very capable, yeah, very like confident stud. I mean, that's probably a bad word to use, I guess. We're trying to talk about that, but a just a badass female, and that's what you want to see. I mean, I have daughters. I I want I want that for them. I want them to be strong, capable, confident, and she has Same. that. It is such a young age. Oh my gosh, she she's she awesome. Yeah. She's awesome. I, I like I was watching her all weekend and I was like, man. And then you couple her with Mal 17, yes. 18, Emma Carey. Hopefully she's on the men. Kirkstetter coming up the ranks. Like it the future of the women's division. That's oh, insane. Dude, I can't. It's it's awesome. But you know, yeah, this was really cool. I, I like the strength test test. It's unique. I'm cool with a one rep max of odd object. It's it's like the sandbag, is like what is your application of strength? Get it to the lap, get it to your shoulders. I mean, that was half the lift. Usually yeah, in a yeah. clean and jerk, it's like, can I jerk it? <laughs> I was like, can I even get it here? So that was really cool. That was really cool. All right. Final day of competition. A repeat event from the 2019. You actually called this. I did. Uh, in person. Three rounds for time, 20 alternating dumbbell snatch at 170 pounds, and then nine strict parallel handstand push-ups as a four and two inch deficit. Coming off the heels of what we've already done so far, we needed to get upside down or some type of push. 
coming in, right? We did the, oh, what is it? We did the 40 log bar muscle-ups. We did legless rope climbs. We've pulled and carried a lot of sandbags, uh, ropes. We had the, you know, we, we've done a lot of grippy stuff. DT, if we just want to think grip taxing things up to this point, we have done a lot. Yeah. So we yeah. needed to get inverted. Now the dumbbell snatch was also a lot. <laughs> yeah. But it was cool to have a repeat event. And I think it was, who ended up winning this? Oh, it was here. No, it was the first time it was in heat. Uh, well, it was Tia Toomey and it was like 613. I think uh, was her time. Matt won it. Uh, no, I mean, oh, sorry on the women. Matt was like five something. Oh, um, but I think Tia's time was like 613. What I remember. And who won this for the women? I want to give her a shout out, but I can't remember who it was. Gosh, it wasn't Raptus. I thought Raptus, someone went unbroken each round. Whoa, who really? Was it? Yes. Oh, I guess I can pull up the leaderboard. But uh, her time was like 618. And then I was wow. like, oh, she almost beat her. I was like, hold on. This field is way bigger than what it was in Rogue in 2019, right? That competition. Yeah, we were inside. In yeah. In 2019. Oh, yes, McQuaid. Thank you, Milk. Emma McQuaid, I think she went unbroken on every set of handstand push-ups, which was insane. And she went like 617. Wow. I was just like, can we, we need to like, can we celebrate this a little bit more? <laughs> yeah, seriously. Yeah. That so. was, uh, you know, everyone was talking about with, with Laura coming into this one, like, what was she going to do? This was a little, little backstory. This was oh, the yeah. event that I was talking about uh, the first time. And mm -hmm. Laura was doing the same thing. She was crushing it. She got to this one. She got completely stopped, completely stopped, just like she did in Dubai that one time that we called as well. Mm -hmm. And I made I made a comment. I mean, like, I love I think Laura Horvath is like one of the like greatest female crossfit athletes she's that, so badass that that we've seen and we'll see for a while I, I mean she's gonna be around for a while still mm -hmm. um but it's amazing how that one element has been such a chink in her armor yeah and what and not to say she hasn't done work i'm sure that everyone that she's been working with whether it was michelle before or ben now or whoever she's trying you know training with that she does that but it's like the the improvement has always been so slow. So everyone was talking about, you know, her coming into this. Well, I, when I made a comment back when we did this, this uh, event originally about, you know, how I can't believe that these athletes at this level don't have parallel strict handstand push. Like, how are you expected to say you're a games athlete and do Ben, Ben Smith got pissed at me. Really? Called, like called me out behind, like in the, in the, in the warm up area. And it was like saying, I can't believe the bill is saying that. I mean, here's Ben Smith, who's super nice to everybody. He's getting all mad about something I said. And so I saw him afterwards and I'm like, I'm like, hey, man, I, I heard you were a little upset about something I was yeah. saying. And he's like, well, I just don't think that, you know, you need to be able that you should be calling people out that way. And I, I just said, hey, me making that comment is what every every fan is saying. Like, yeah. It's like, hey, I can do parallel handstand push-ups. What do you mean they can't do a parallel handstand push-up? I'm a nobody. Right. There is somebody. So it was uh it was really funny. But I when I saw this, I mean, all the talk was Laura better win as many events as she can coming into this because you know when that one hits, 
Yeah, you know, she's going to go down the tubes. But I, it was nice to see that she did better. I mean, way better than I was honestly than I was expecting. So yeah. yeah, yeah, I know. Their standard and their standard there was interesting. Is that if your feet came off the wall at all, it's a no rep. Yeah, that was their standard there, and that was a hard thing too because you know they kept things so tight lipped standards and things. It was sometimes it was hard to watch and not know what the standard was and what I was watching is like, why are they getting no rep there or not over there? And, and some, some, from a viewership standpoint, I guess, you know, that's not really the point of the show, but I like this. It's cool to have a repeat. This was a, I like the one. event. Yeah. I like the event. Yeah. And on, on the thing with Laura is like, look, she knows it. Everybody knows it. I'm sure she is sick of trying to get better at these and not improving and hearing about it. And sometimes you just have a movement that, you physically, for whatever reason, just that's it. Yeah. You know? uh, and for no better point, for, say, for myself is, is deadlifts. Yeah. I can't figure it out. It also, I'm hurt because of them. But it's just <laughs> something I will never be good at for various reasons. Maybe if I do some weird, like, conjugate outside and never deadlift, but get better at strengthening my posterior. But that's all I was known for. Is having a trash deadlift and like, why aren't you getting better? I was like, I wish I could tell you. I've been trying. <laughs> yeah. It just so I feel her. I get it. Like I've well, been and it's and it's not even it's not even again. strict. Right. You know, it's not strict and it's not handstand push-ups. It's parallel strict yeah, handstand push-ups. You put you put that together, and she's like, nope. I yep. nope. Yeah. You know, regular level strict handstand push-ups. Okay. Yeah, I mean, she's not going to win all the event, but like she's in the mix with everybody. Yeah, any regular, any regular kipping handstand pushups, not even an issue. Right. But what did she do to offset the event that we were all like, "You're getting last in"? <laughs> Freaking goes out there and wins four events in a row and gets second. Right. <laughs> hey, that's a good way to offset. Now that's putting a lot of pressure on yourself to do right. it. <laughs> so like, props to Laura Horvath, dude. She's I badass. It, she's so fun to watch. Yeah, I like this one. All right, now this one, the goblet. Once this one took place, this actually became my favorite event of the weekend. Really? I loved uh, DT spin with a spin or whatever, like just from a classic perfect placement of the perfect movement at the perfect time, simple CrossFit. This one is the one I want to do. I don't want to do DT with a spin. <laughs> I want no part of that. I want to do this one. Seven rounds for time, seven ring muscle-ups, hill sprint, which was probably a good 200 plus meters, you think? Uh, yeah, a little less. Long. 150. Yeah. About but 150. Was, well, but it was the hill. I mean, it wasn't even the distance yeah, so much. Yeah. It was that, that up and then the down. Yeah. And then the 11 goblet squats and an 88 pound kettlebell and 62. This was awesome for the men. For the women, same thing on the bar muscle ups with the log. I think it should have just been five on the muscle ups. Yeah. And we would have had a race instead of like a war of attrition. Again, yeah. easy to say after the fact, after watching an entire field of women go, I'm sure the testing went great, but they didn't go through eight different events before this happened. That's the, that's the problem when, with testing is that did your tester like go through the same thing at the same time or did they do this at a one-off? If this was just a one-off event, these women would probably have no problem getting through this in the time frame. But on 
day four, after everything that they've been doing, after all the pulling and grip stuff and pressing, like they just went through 60, 170 pound dumbbell snatches and 27 strict deficit handstand pushups. The lockout might be a little sketch. Yeah. But overall, this event was awesome. I thought. I, I like the event. I, I, I feel honestly that it was just a matter of how you were able to manage your recovery for your muscle up. This had nothing to do about the hill sprint. Mm. It had nothing to do about the goblet squats, honestly. I mean, it, it wasn't heavy enough and it wasn't enough. Nobody broke it up. Nobody had an issue. I mean, okay, maybe you take a, a nice deep breath before you go into it. But all of that was managing. You had to make sure if you were going to do well in this event, you had to go unbroken on the muscle ups. So it all came down to that. This was basically, a, I mean, it was it was entirely a muscle up event. Yeah. And I actually hopped oh, in the sure. chat. <laughs> well, I, I hopped in the uh, the chat um, on Sevon's show when they were trying to uh, decide who who was going to win this event, not win overall necessarily, but win between Annie and uh, Horvath. Oh, and and that's was, weird. I was like, Oh, you were in that too. I, we yeah, were me and you were like, time. Nope, Laura. <laughs> yeah, Laura, Laura, Laura had it, has it, has it. Um, just because of the, the, the capacity that Laura has for muscle ups versus what Annie has. And, and then we even got back and I think JR, and I thought JR just actually hopped into the chat. Um, he made a point of Annie had to do all those strict handstand pushups. Laura didn't do any of those handstand pushups. So she had a lot more rest going into this event versus Annie in that event, yeah. um, you know, that was preceding this. So I, I like the event. I, 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 I only wanted them to change one thing. I wanted them to hold the kettlebell like a goblet squat should be done. And that's from the handles. Just to jack up their muscle ups even more. <laughs> that, that was it. That was it. Uh, yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't, I, I have a hard time whenever I see, this is the same problem with the, uh, um, the, the three sandbags on the on the on the trail run mm -hmm. I have a hard time with an event with a piece of an event that it's like eh, we just kind of have it in there somewhere eh. um I talked about jr with this one and he had mentioned this a few times on the podcast Savon's podcast is putting the yeah. kettlebell at the top of the hill yeah well, then, like, then, then the legs matter yeah. Yeah. Then, then, then all of a sudden it's like, okay, now your legs count like the hill run where you got to, you got to kind of quote unquote rest on the way down. Everyone coasted into the, into the, the squat. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. I and agree. then you were arrested when you hit the squats. And so nobody had a problem with the 11. Yeah. No big deal. And it wasn't enough to, it wasn't enough to suck out enough oxygen out of your body to where all of a sudden now you're going to get to the muscle up. And the small muscles that you're holding on and you're going to be yanking and pulling with that you need mm -hmm. that to be able to complete the, the event. I, I just think that it was, uh, it would have been better. I would have loved that. Yeah. Yeah. It was a good call. JR. Wow. Like making them hold it from the horns. <laughs> <laughs> like right there's the interference you need. Right. To, to Like people are going to be breaking that up now. They, uh, I think they did ask Katie on the show and, and people are throwing it in the chat as Katie said, it would have been a safety issue. I don't oh, disagree. 
what would I'm not, I'm not worried about athlete safety. <laughs> what having having the kettlebell at the top of the hill? Yeah, just like a bunch of people up there squatting in case somebody drops one. Like I get it. One rolls down the hill. Fine. There wasn't a wasn't there a flat area up there? There was. Yeah, there was. That's that's just what she said. But put put pylons where the kettlebells were. Right? Put a chain on it. Round one, two, three, four. Put a chain on it. <laughs> Seriously, put a chain on it. Oh man. Like a six There's foot chain. Idea. When are we gonna see like chain squats? <laughs> that would be cool. That'd be cool. But yeah, that'd been sick. Uh, the only other thing that I uh, again, like on the women's side, in event one, just by the way, the nature of things unfolded. Yeah. Giving them an opportunity to actually race each other is making the reps five instead of seven. Because you end up cutting down a lot. It's becomes thirty five instead of forty nine. Yeah. And then we're racing. Then they're going unbroken, maybe, or one break. And then they're racing each other. Well, then that one break is, ex like, when you're hitting seven, you kind of know. I mean, unless you're going to be in, like, the top three, everybody's going to break. Right. So when you go down to five, now not everyone is going to break. You maybe. have to stay on there to race. So you're right. It, it, definitely, it definitely brings up the... The intensity and the important for one of those drops. You can't just assume that everyone's going to drop and everyone's mm -hmm. going to break. So I like it. Yep. All right. That was event nine as we move into the final event. And there was a lot of hype going into this because they didn't announce it for four days. <laughs> and they picked Heavy Grace. So 30 clean and jerks at 225 and 165. There, I was like, oh. Bill's okay. ears perked up right away. Uh-huh. A little bit, a little bit. Usually it's like 145. <laughs> Instead of going 155, which is what I think it would be, they go to 165 because as the years have gone on, the women tend to cycle a barbell so much better than the men do, just traditionally, especially at the games. And so now they bunted it at the 165. So right off the bat, props. Bravo. Give them a good test there. Appropriate weight. They all looked similar. Right, they weren't just touching going the weight, which they would have done at 145 for probably a couple reps. Yeah. That being said, I really didn't want this to be the final. <laughs> 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 you know, it, now it we had an amazing race on the men's side, separated five points, winner take all. Vellner was in front, then he absolutely imploded, and then Medeiros came down and, in, and wins the day. The race is pretty much already set for Laura Horvath going into it. But the race with Emma Lawson and Ellie Turner and where did that like there were great races all weekend and it came down like anytime you have the leaderboard shaking like this, the event is going to be exciting. But this event this heavy with movements we've already done twice. We did DT already. We've done deadless hang power cleans and shoulder overhead. That is a clean and jerk. We already yep. did that. We just yep. did a heavy log clean and jerk. The night before and now we have this now you could say is okay now we have three different say modalities of clean and jerks high volume barbell cycling with light weight light to moderate weight with the dt okay heavy one rep max with a clean and jerk okay moderate to heavy weight for single barbell cycling reps it's three different modalities if that's your reasoning i can get behind that and agree with you if i just went opinion-based only, I would have liked to have seen something else here. 
I mean, could have made it like heavy Isabel. Yes, since we didn't do any barbell snatches. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, again, just trying to just trying to leave it where it was. I I liked I liked that it was. I mean, for excitement's sake, it's hard. It was exciting because of the races that we had, not because of the workout that was programmed. A hundred percent, one hundred percent. Because I, I think I saw—I don't remember who had it. Maybe it was uh, Morning Chalk or something like that. Uh, the two reps that uh, that Vellner missed, it cost him like over a hundred thousand dollars or something like that. Yeah. I was like, "It's definitely north." Shit! Don't yeah. ever say anything <laughs> like that. I oh was doing God. the math afterwards because he went from first or potentially first to fourth. Yeah. And I was like, damn, damn, yeah. that hurts. <laughs> I mean, not just physically and emotionally as like an athlete, but right smack dab in the pocketbook, like a uh, hundred thousand. Oh, geez. Oh man. I couldn't believe that. Yeah. Um, yeah. I do. I do. Uh, it's not, it's not a very exciting event. No. Yes. Yes. There were ra the race. We like I said, race led led to have um important things happen so there was a lot riding on each of the reps which is fine mm. um but yeah it wasn't the most exciting fun explosive thing to watch necessarily it i i could have seen this event somewhere else in the weekend yeah um and again i i i, I like your heavy isabel. I, I like heavy grace i think it's fun but heavy isabel would have fit i think in the in the program better because we oh, hadn't yeah. we hadn't done any of the snatching like that. We did you know dumbbell snatching. Dumbbell but... snatch. Now we already did it on this day too. So yeah, I get it. Uh, I would have liked, and I actually had this conversation with Jr. And we we combo idea was a hundred and fifty or say uh, hundred a hundred heavy double unders because we haven't done any double unders heavy into fifty fifty. 75 or something like that 50 toes to bar into like a 50 meter yoke carry to the finish line like monostructural cycling shoulders fatigue and double unders heavy double unders are gassing it's like doing double unders when you're bad at them right into 50 toes to bar which is like one to two breaks maybe of just core and grip and shoulders, core and grip and shoulders, and you pick up a heavy-ass yoke and you go 50 meters to the finish line, I would have liked to have seen that. Some type of progressive chipper finish of monostructural gymnastics weightlifting. Boom, 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 done. That's what I wanted to see. I mean, that would be explosive and fast and exciting for sure, 100%. Yeah. That being said, like I'm that. completely changing a workout, which is unfair. Right. <laughs> so if I'm going your route, Isabel. But the hard part is, is that we already did the heavy dumbbell snatches. So what do you do? Yeah. Okay. But so we've done we've done a dumbbell snatch. We haven't done a barbell snatch here with these yeah. guys. We have done clean and jerks. We've done a clean and jerk with the log. Oh, we've done yeah, clean I'm and jerks. Saying, don't double it up, and we tripled this one. So right. <laughs> All right. Oh. And that's the thing is like. Oh, I was just like, we're right there. And the, the thank goodness that the races saved the excitement of the actual event. Yeah. Like if this was in the bag or like people were out of reach. Boring. Yeah. 
like I said, it's like we've already this is our third iteration of clean and jerks in different modalities. So I give them that if that's what they wanted to do, fine. Mission accomplished. You did that. It's like going for a long run, a moderate run, and a short run. We have no problem with that when that happens. I mean, the only thing I, I would change is I would have to change the entire event, and that's too easy to do and unfair to do. Right? We we try not right. to do that as much as we can. Right. Maybe it's thirty overheads. No, fuck. We already overhead squatted. Damn it. Yeah, I think your only option is really yours. Squat. No, they just did squats. Whatever. Anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Snatch, yeah, snatch. Whatever snatch you want. Yeah. All right. So that's the overall programming. Now, what did we have in here? Okay, let's start from the beginning. Long monostructural test on a ranch, off-road, a little rock, and some annoyance in there. Whatever. Take the annoyance sense out. You got your long monostructural test. Event two, a lot of redundant anterior core work with gymnastics and some monostructural, okay? Heavy on the gymnastics. Event three, heavy back squats, getting it below parallel with extremely heavy weight and then box jump overs. You had to be fit and you had to be strong. And then echo bike with a spin, barbell cycling, light to moderate weight with an echo bike, beautiful test, classic CrossFit. So you went monostructural, gymnastics, weightlifting, CrossFit. Honestly, if that was the, oh, like, that was it. CrossFit games in 2010 Damn. or 2009, I'm like, mission accomplished. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. So we did that. And that's after two days. Then we come in, axle bar lunge, chipper. I just tripped on my shoelace. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right. We, uh, we've didn't test a bunch here. We left some stuff on the table. We actually probably could have just taken this event out together. Um, probably one of those that on paper and tested, it went differently than the, what the athletes did. And sometimes that happens and they made it look like an event that actually didn't need to be there. The duel, you have all the right pieces in place for something amazing. Knockout rounds are super exciting. You've got monostructural pull, you've got overhead squat, which is a little bit of a press and below parallel. And then you got a horizontal carry across the finish line. That format is fantastic. I say the legless was probably too easy. Timo said from the seated position, which I thought was phenomenal. Keep the overhead squats, cut the weight reps in half, make the weights 205 and 145, which is the same weights they had last year at the duel number one. Yes. Right? Outside of even the format taking too long. Uh, log lift overhead. You're going to test strength. It's an odd object. It's an application of strength. It's learning a new implement on the fly. Cool. And it's also good because we have so many, the number of events that we have. Right. So you can right. totally have a one-off setup point. here. Great point. If this is only five events, mm, we already did our heavy yeah. test. That was the back right. right? Right. Then we move into Sunday. We've got the dumbbell snatches, ground to overhead, the strict parallel handstand push-ups, inverted press to overhead, a good little push-pull, a repeat event. Dig it. Like it. Dig it. We move into event nine, another grueling test of gymnastics, monostructural, and weightlifting. Right? WMG. Triplet, seven rounds, high volume pulling and pressing, and then some interference in between. It's a muscle up workout. Muscle up workout. Our second muscle up workout. Yep. Right. With basically with high volume too. I mean, forty nine here and forty on the bar muscle up. That right. weird bar muscle up. So. Yeah. 
the best bar muscle up athletes won this event and the other one. Only thing we said is just drop the reps for the women so they could also have a muscle up event race. Yeah. And then the final coming to the end here with, you know, heavy clean and jerks again. At the end of the weekend, as we give our element 26 thumb tape review, as we look at the totality is, okay, we wanted to showcase the athletes. We wanted to put on events that people have maybe have never seen, use different implements. The, the coolest thing about Rogue is, is like, whatever you want is at your disposal. And even more so, since the field is only 20 and 20, you can do even more than what you want. You're limited at the games field and the schedule and the way things operate with all these other divisions going on. You can only do so much, but at Rogue, you can do whatever you want, which I think is exciting. Overall, were the athletes put through a ringer grueling test? I believe they were. Dude, all of them said that they're so sore yeah. and so beat up right now. Yeah, They got put through a ringer. At the end of the day, did the fittest people make their way to the top? I also absolutely agree. Cannot argue that. Were there some little nuances here? Little things in the programming that had big red lights on them? I also think that was in there too. Which, it was a combination of the programming dictating the viewership, the programming dictating the pace of the event, the programming dictating how the judges changed the way the event took place. I think that was some of the unfortunate things that sometimes are out of your control once the event goes on, but you know, things you have to learn from, growing pains. Year four, year four of the Rogue Invitational. Top to bottom overall, when I look at these events and what I enjoyed and some things that I, like I've already said is like, I would have loved, like most of my issues are just like, I would have loved to seen this, not that this was dumb. I would have loved to seen more monkey bars just because I wanted, I just wanted to see more of that. Yeah. They're totally. back, right? They're there. see more of that. Yeah. The overhead squat weight was too light and it. That it totally came down to just watching judges judge instead of athletes compete. That was the that was the problem there, right? And at the end, I just was hoping for something a bit more flashy. And it doesn't have to be flashy to be good, right? That's a personal preference. But I, I've been watching these athletes just like get beat up the entire day. Dumbbell snatches, strict handstand push-ups, slogging through goblet squats and ring muscle-ups. Like they've just been slogging all day and then they had to do it again. I just wanted something fast, straight line, first finish something you can watch in the crescendo and excitement. Didn't get it. Personal preference. At the end of the day, I'm going to go, oh, what am I going to go? I'm going to give a one and a quarter. One and a quarter. It was a good test. Like if you're like, hey, this is the CrossFit Games, and I know Rogue wants to separate that a little bit, but like, did we find the fittest people there? I believe so, yes. Is that the only metric? No. Were these good tests overall? Was there anything really missing? No, I couldn't, I couldn't say something glaring off the page. We forgot this. There's little things here and there. I'll give it one, one and a quarter. I like that. I enjoyed the weekend. I thought the athletes enjoyed themselves too. And none of them can say they weren't tested enough in, I think, any one capacity versus the other. Yeah, no, I agree with that. Um. I actually had a good time watching um, 
the the events and, and seeing how it all came together. It, it all it is always interesting when you look at the okay, what is the why? What's the whole point and the direction that you're trying to push? So are you showcasing the athletes? Are you giving the fans a spectacle to watch? Mm-hmm. When you line up our CrossFit athletes. And you line, you have, you know, the world's records being broken and like strongman stuff happening at the same time. I think, especially if you were there in the stadium, you there's some there's some pretty cool uh, things that are happening. So you can get really fired up. So I think as far as did you showcase the athletes? Yeah, I think they did. Yeah. Did they give the fans something fun to watch? I think they gave them something fun to watch. I think there were some issues where things took some time based yeah. on. You know, I mean, you want to give the athletes the ability to appeal and things. So you don't want to discount that and take that out to make sure you're on time. But um, there are ways to get around mm-hmm. situations where you might have to have white might have to mitigate uh, possible issues, i.e. overhead squats and or lunges or. And props to Rogue for taking the time, though, to get those things right. Yeah. Hell yeah. I mean, so I, I think in the, I think I heard in one of the other one of the other shows that they were the are they the only sh- uh, the only competition that has used video um, analysis to see so. yeah. or uh, you know uh, at least someone has an issue with that yeah so that's pretty cool that's pretty cool um, some of the events I were just awesome I-, I love some of the new things that they brought in I like the fact that they tried to blend some sort of parity between the strength uh, the strongman events. And the CrossFit events, like with the log, bring the log in there. Um, I don't know if everyone saw, but when they did, so they're doing this on, on the monkey bar event. When they went up the hill and they pulled the sandbag up, that was very similar to where they had the rope event for the strongman with the big sled, where it was oh, like the they had to coaster. pull it up the yeah. roller coaster. So like something like that would have been really cool to see. So maybe it's not a friction on the ground, but there's a, another rig sort of thing with a pulley system. And so what happens is that if you stop and you talked about like, what are you going to do if you stop? If yeah. you stop pulling this thing up, well, your sandbag drops right back down to the ground. <laughs> yeah. So you have to pull it up to ding a bell or something. I don't know. Um, yeah. I would have loved to see more monkey bars because I would have loved to see more monkey bars. I say, like, why do you have such a yeah. cool piece of equipment that you don't use for anything? Like, right. I, I just think that was a, that was a missed opportunity for something really, really fun and cool. And not even only fun and cool, but like nostalgic. I mean, yeah. You know, Ro- we think of rogue and what they do for the games. And, you know, a lot of that started back at the, you know, when, it, when it was in the, the tennis arena in California, Car- in Carson and, we, we think of that synonymous thing. Well, you could have the killer cage set right back up again. I'm sure it's around somewhere, you know, the warehouse, right? They said it's in a warehouse. It I think it's on your so, whiteboard behind you, right? Is that the, uh... exactly there it is right there. There it is. Okay, so I, I really loved all the stuff. I, I think that there were some misses. I think that there were some uh, events that weren't necessarily tested maybe on um, men and women's side it was like this looks really good oh let's try this oh yeah that, i can see that i'm getting what i want to get out of it but it wasn't tested in the way that the games would be not that it has to be but it just it didn't appear to be it seemed like there were some misses um overall fun to watch uh for the most part you know 
Um, I think that there were, I, I mean, maybe as far as a way for the athletes to see where they are. I mean, it was a pretty aggressive test this early in the season. You know, you, we're not even in, we're not even in, in the holiday season yet. <laughs> and here we are. And these guys are like, wow, I'm fucking broken. Uh, well, <laughs> yeah. I, so how's your fitness? Well, I don't really know. I'm just trying to heal off of what, what I just did. I, don't, I can't even really assess it. So. <laughs> Uh, but I like your one and a quarter. I'll I'll, I'll hop on that. I like okay. that. Um, I think that that's a fair a fair call. Again, fun to watch. Some really cool things. Some fun implements. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. I I again with you. Don't like the fact that a an event is decided uh, at yeah. the judges level because of the way it's programmed out. Yeah. So we can't say it's a judges thing. We can't say it's an athlete's thing. It's a way that it's programmed so, out to where it puts the athlete and the judge in a no win situation. And that that's what I, I think that, you know, you, that's something you don't want to have happen as mm -hmm. often as possible. I mean, whatever, sometimes things happen and whatever, yeah, but no uh, I think overall it was, it was, it was, it was yeah. fun. Yeah. yeah. It was a good time. That was a good time. Yeah. But yeah. There was some things that, uh, more of like, Oh, I wish they, that and whatever, but overall they checked all the boxes that they wanted to check with their, what they wanted to do. They put on a show. It was fun to watch. There's a lot of crazy things. It was an amazing competition weekend. And Katie and Bill should be proud of what they put out there. And that's something I hope continues to grow and more people show up for. And uh, we'll go from there. But yeah, one and a quarter for you. One and a quarter for me. Yep. yep Guys, leave yep. it in the chat once we get done. What was your review after the Rogue Invitational is all said and done? And then we will, I guess, see you guys next time. Okay, guys. Thank <laughs> you.